0: This is going to be an unpleasant experience for most of you because it is my intention to scream at all of you the same way a school teacher screams at a stupid child or a father screams at a boy who intends to get the absolute best from him, but he knows his son's a bit of a lazy retard. That's what I intend to do on this podcast. It's not going to be pleasant. Don't be happy. It's not going to be fun. I'm going to sit here and tell you all the truth about yourselves and the smart ones of you will feel terrible enough to do something about it. And the rest of you are lost. Mr. Producer.
1: So before you shower everybody, I actually
0: collected a very interesting list of questions. And this one, I'm going to shout at everyone though, because genuinely I keep getting asked the same questions on repeat over and over again by the peasants and peons of the population. And I'm tired of it. So I'm going to once and for all spend a considerable amount of time yelling at people. So they understand the truth of the world. And if they do something about it, then they deserve their life of eternal riches. And if they don't do anything about it then they deserve their life of eternal poverty. So that's what I'm going to do on this podcast. I'm answering the questions once and for all. I'm going to scream at everyone. Wonderful. Well, we've got one notable super chat. It's actually from Sneeko, but he says, how can we use free speech for good without risking the warfare of martyrdom? Nigga, I don't know. Without risking martyrdom and warfare? You're asking the wrong people. Have you got any clue how to talk without risking going through what we've gone through? It's it's almost like we're the wrong people to ask that question. There's no such thing as avoiding war, my friend. There's no such thing as avoiding... When you tell the truth, this... Bitches, bitches, bitches are calling me. I'm sick. Sorry about that. Um, there's no such thing as avoiding warfare. War is certain in life. War is certain. Believe it's coming for all of us, and you're either at war against the objectives that they're trying to. Complete and instill the slavery in your mind, or you're at war against yourself. Because if you believe the things they tell you, if you believe the things they want you to believe, then you're going to be depressed and sad and unhappy at war against your own mind. As soon as you get your own mind under control, you end up at war against them because you're a sovereign individual who believes in personal responsibility and strength. War cannot be avoided. As for martyrdom, well, at some point, someone has to leave from the front and be martyred. This unfortunate reality, I feel like me interested in doing that. But in the end, if you achieve the objectives and enough people follow you and you do good for the world, then perhaps. In some ways, it was worth it. Right. You had a- she keeps calling me? Just leave me alone. Hang Just on. leave me alone. I- I'm hanging up on every app. But the fucking call me on fucking Signal. Why me do on you have them turnaround? open? I thought you were Mr. Producer. I thought you were going to be organized about this. Bro, don't challenge my Mr. Producing. Don't make me put up the fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Don't even step to me about Mr. Producing. All right. So an email went out today. Do you want to discuss the... Contents of it. Yeah, I'm gonna take my that, headphones off. I think that's why you were gonna, that's what you were gonna start with. Yes. I'm gonna start by yelling at everybody. Okay. But before we do that, let's keep it lighthearted, right? So first, how many people are watching us? How many people? 52,000. 52, okay, cool. So first, I'm gonna explain why the DNG is here. We have the DNG on podcast with us. We're yes. a DNG t shirt. You can see it's homeless Matt Shea, who follows us around the world wearing the same clothes every single time, the same jacket. Yeah. And it says DNG on the front. And we have some dng stuff on the back now i know you're thinking this explains what a dng is disgraced news gatherer deluded narrative generator discredited news guardian dork nerd geek dng the dng matche now i know you're sitting there going well who's going to buy that who wants to wear a t-shirt saying they're a dng but you don't understand the brilliance of it the point of the dng t-shirt is that you buy it for somebody else who is a dng first and secondly every single time Give are in a mat. Fuck you, man. His arms fell off anyway. Piss off with your document, Matt. has you do another documentary. He Nobody has, cares, Matt. He has no hands and I think his arm's falling off has to just told the whole world that he, he has, has no, no hands. hands. No, no hands. hands. You buy the DNG t-shirt from topg.com not to wear, to give to someone who's a DNG. And the brilliant thing about it is every single time someone buys a DNG t-shirt, Matt Shea gets an email to his personal email address, letting him know that a DNG shirt has been purchased and someone is walking around in the world with a picture of him being homeless on a t-shirt. So. If you want to troll Matt Shea, you can purchase TM- DNG t shirts on topg.com and he gets an email every single time. It's great. You know what? I don't want to interject necessarily to defend him, but I do want to say he started the war with you, obviously. He, oh, he started, started, started this, it. Of course, he, I'm just winning. He came into our house, sat here, and smiled in our faces and disingenuous, uh, disingenuously waited. Until he thought we were at rock bottom to release the mother of all hit pieces, which no one believed and no one liked. Now, he did start this fight, but Andrew, you've ended his career. Tell me how I've ended his career. He can't tweet anything ever or say anything anywhere without everyone telling him he's a DNG and asking him for chocolates. Everybody. He is. He's he the DNG. No, I know, but Andrew—he's right, right now apparently because we've seen him obviously at our house begging for interviews and like at court begging for our attention wearing the same old clothes. He's obviously working on some new film piece, and he thinks, "Oh, finally, I'm going to get Andrew take back with my new hit piece full of lies." But when he releases it everyone's just going to call him a DNG and ask him for chocolates. Are you telling me he's to, wasted the last six months of his life, yes. and the last money in a savings account flying around the world, putting together some bullshit documentary for everyone to ignore and call him a DNG because I left him outside my game. After 48 hours of everyone calling him a DNG and asking for chocolates, he's going to, it, he's going to go back into being irrelevant, obscurity, forever. <laughs> obscurity forever. You, so it is kind of interesting because You've you've, you've ruined him. I've ruined all of mainstream media. I've ruined all of these clowns because when I spoke to the DNG when he was outside, he said, well, actually, the BBC will only send me, the Batty Boy Club. He said, the Batty Boy Club only want to send me. And I said, I guarantee they'd probably send somebody else. And he challenged me on it. And I said, you're operating under a level of hubris and delusion. So I allowed Lucy to come, who I had to destroy. My best friend, Lucy, who also spends her life following me around, Mm. my number one fan. Mm. These people are my number one fans. I can't go anywhere without them being there. Hi, Andrew. Can I have some attention? Nobody cares what you people think. So, anyway, Lucy's been begging me and begging me and begging me for a second interview. After begging me for six months for the first interview, I don't know if most people know this, she was begging me for an interview when I was in jail, telling, she wants, telling me that she wants to get out my side of the story and tell the truth and what Romanian jail is like and about my mental health and all this stuff. And then when I sat down, she tried to sucker punch me and attack me because she's a fucking snake. And now she's begging me for a second interview, been messaging me every single day because she got destroyed so badly in the first one. And then... Yesterday, for the first time in a long time, I messaged her and she didn't reply, which was weird. Do you know what I said to her? Well, I'd actually really like to know. So she worked for the BBC and you, for the Bad Boy s- and you sent her a message. What could you have possibly messaged her about? I don't know. Why don't you tell our 53,000 viewers? I said, how does it feel to work for an organization, which is clearly covering up for sexual predators and trying to travel the world? grilling others on morality when you work for an organization which is clearly filled with sexual criminals. Yeah. So to get this straight and to put this into context for anybody who doesn't know, a BBC presenter, unnamed, you could cover this in a second about why he's unnamed. Oh, why yeah. he's unnamed? I don't want to say his name. Unnamed. Was soliciting nude images for cash from someone who's 17 years of age. Now, I know what some people are going to say. Isn't a relationship with a 17-year-old legal? Yes, in many countries, including the United Kingdom. But the international standard for child pornography is 18. If you solicit images from anyone under the age of 18, whether you be in Korea, Colombia, UK, or the United States, it is child pornography. So this person, because people under 18, obviously can't make smart enough decisions. That's why they're not trusted with alcohol. That's why they're not trusted to vote. And that's why they're not trusted to send pictures of their dicks or Pussies to people, but this BBC presenter paid thirty five thousand pounds for child pornography, and he's unnamed. Why is he unnamed? Andrew? He's unnamed because they want to protect his name because they don't want to ruin his life in case he's found innocent. Because oh, yeah. the BBC, the Batty Boy Club, would never take somebody's name and drag it through the mud for fifteen months before they're convicted. Before proof before innocent before of guilty. Guilty before, of yeah. course. So that's why I said to Lucy, like, how does it feel? to work for an organization which is clearly covering up for people who commit sexual crimes and then flying around the world trying to grill others on morality. And for some reason, she didn't reply to me. Very interesting. Well, she's been reaching out for, uh, Lucy. We're here. We're, Lucy. We're ready to hear your opinion. Lucy, you have another interview? There's Let me ask you. right here. Let me I'm, ask you about your work at the Batty Boy Club. I've got a DNG t-shirt waiting for you, Lucy. Good morning. Finishing my third coffee. Only seven to go. I like to mix it up. One hot, one cold, one blonde, one brunette. Keeps life interesting. So I woke up this morning to some very surprising news. I couldn't believe it. Supposedly, somebody who works for the BBC has been caught grooming a 17-year-old, a vulnerable 17-year-old, and he paid them £35,000 in an attempt to shut them up. We don't know yet who this person is because they've been protected by the media, of course. The person's name can't be said, whether the victim or the perpetrator. Funny that. I would have thought after attacking me for a year and a half, constantly and endlessly printing my name day after day, accusing me of things that never, ever happened, when they found somebody actually doing something to the point where they had to suspend him, they would have told the public who this person is. Why did the media decide to protect this person? Why do they want to protect his name so badly? Interesting. I mean, Philip Schofield was caught grooming, and the media still talks about that all the time, don't they? Right, because the media is so honest and fair and open. If you're gonna attack me for a year and a half with no conviction and no proof of anything, you'd think when they find somebody who's actually done something, they'd attack them for at least a year and a half plus a day or two years. You'll stay on them, right? But the Philip Schofield thing just seems to have been forgotten. First they said he did it, and then they said forgive him because his mom's upset, and then they just kind of erased it and put it under the rug and said it's no big deal. Within a week, And I thought that might have been an accident. I thought it might have been like an error. Because it would be terrible for me to believe we live in a world where the media protects those who work for them when they're committing sexual crime and attacks those who do nothing wrong simply for exposing their lies. That would be a very sobering reality. So I thought the Philip Schofield story was an accident and they just kind of forgot. But here we are now with another person who works for MSM committing more heinous sexual acts, and his name is being protected, and the name of his victim supposed, supposed victim's being protected, and they don't wanna give any details on the case, and if the details ever come to light, I have this terrible feeling they're gonna mention it for 24 to 48 hours at best, and then just try and hope everyone forgets again. But with me, they've been attacking me for a solid year and a half, to the point where they had to make up people. Sophie, 13 years ago you said to Sophie, make me a coffee. You're evil. Tried to destroy my reputation and my life by extension. But these people seem to commit all these crimes and it's just all forgotten about, it's no big deal. We wake up to another BBC scandal. Another person who works for MSM is a sexual predator. It's almost like if you wanna be a sexual predator, the best thing you can do is work for MSM because then when you get caught, you're completely protected head to toe. Very interesting. These people are worse than disingenuous they are worse than simply liars they are evil they are a club and if you sell your soul and join the club they offer you protection and if you don't they aim to destroy you which is what they're trying to do to me people called me crazy when i said they are a big club and you're either inside of it or outside of it but i like to think people are starting to understand now what's really happening in the world And I like to think that people understand the harder they attack me, the more they prove my innocence, which is all they're really trying to do. And it's gonna be very interesting for everybody to pay attention to how long this story remains in public consciousness once this person's name is eventually revealed. Because the BBC's managed to get some high court injunction to protect this person's name. The courts of the UK believe it's fantastically important to protect this person's privacy in his life. We don't want his life to be ruined. Don't print him all over the media. Don't put him all over TV. Don't call him all these terrible things. That'd be bad for his mental health. I can speak from experience. That's probably true. But his name must be protected. So when that eventually comes out, let's, let's measure how long this story is even mentioned for. If at all or they'll just try and quietly sneak it under the rug. It turns out the Philip Schofield scandal, debacle wasn't actually an accident. It turns out that these people protect sexual predators repeatedly, and if you stand up and tell the truth in the world, they're gonna try and destroy your life. It turns out that some of the worst people on the planet work for these organizations. And it's actually interesting to me the level of hubris that BBC staff operate under when some clown like Lucy can come sit here and try and grill me on morality when she works for an organization full of sexual predators and wears the badge with pride. I'd like to think this is proof of what I've been saying all along. I've never sold my soul. I refuse to do it. I refuse to sell my sanity. Please understand, these people all being protected have sold their souls to the devil. In exchange for protection me as an honest man decides to stand up against evil and deal with all the consequences of that with a pure heart and a pure conscience and i'd like to think that anybody at home watching this debacle and all the other garbage that's going on understands very well that the msm are worse than dishonest they are worse than liars they are genuinely evil if i would have sold my soul to a large corporation and then this attack happened, which I very much doubt this level of matrix attack would have even happened to me. But if it did, then this large corporation would speak to the media, and the media would be treating me like they treat Philip Schofield. They wouldn't be treating me as an enemy, they would treat me as an ally. All I
1: had to do was sell my soul, and I refused.
0: So the mainstream media. I think everybody understands lies, but now we've reached a point where they're genuinely covering up for bad people doing heinous things. So anybody who genuinely believes in the mainstream media still at this point and repeats their narratives and think that they're being educated when they listen to this garbage, unfortunately, is propping up an evil regime of sexual predators. It's no longer just a matter of being stupid or an NPC and being uninformed or misinformed. You're genuinely mm-hmm. propping up sexual de- Deviant, not deviance, because deviance can vary within the parameters of perhaps Normal. acceptable. Yeah. Degeneracy is the word. Degeneracy is the word, and uh, yeah, continue paying your TV license fee. Um, there are people who need to send money to underage uh, teenagers yeah. so they can buy crack cocaine, and so they can afford- to solicit child pornography. And Correct, it's- and so they afford anonymity and the best lawyers in the world Absolutely. because they're definitely not going to jail. Oh, completely, that's right. Not. So keep paying your TV license fee so that people can, can commit sexual crimes, and then they can use your license fee to. Pay pay these people exorbitant sums of money. And they can mm-hmm. also put Lucy on a flight to come here and try and grill me about morality while she wears a badge, which holds the name of the organization, which genuinely covers up for genuine sexual predators. Pay up, losers, people of the UK, pay up. Right. All right, That card. Super chat here from follow the fish. What is happening on the 14th of July? Something about AI? Correct. I'm gonna yell at everybody. Well, the 14th of July is the day before my birthday. So obviously, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Uh-huh. Right. So. Let's get to the point. This is the point I was gonna actually yell at everyone about. And I want to yell at everyone for a good prolonged period of time. I would like everybody at home so who just actually chill. just chill. Cool. Everybody chill. at home who actually cares about their life and actually wants to become something that's important and matters. The next 10 minutes is gonna be some of the most important minutes you're gonna experience this year, perhaps in your life ever. I want you to pay a lot of attention. So I'm gonna give you a few seconds, put your glass of water down, focus. Make sure you can hear me, turn the volume up, sit very fucking still. I keep asking, I keep getting asked various different concoctions of the same question. And what people are trying to do is find a way to escape the matrix as they should be. And they are asking the correct person Me, Most people who are looking to escape the matrix understand that it is nearly impossible to do without finance. You need to have money. If you don't have money, then you're going to be stuck as a wagey or a brokey, and you're going to be beholden to the systems, which you could side skirt if you had enough money. That's true. There's actually a lot more to escaping the matrix because you also need to build up your physical capabilities. And most importantly, you need to free your mind to the point where you can say the truth even to your own detriment, even if it ends up putting you in jail. But I digress. It is an important stage for you to make some money, correct. However, a lot of people have this dream. And the dream is how a lazy loser, which most of you are, 99% of you are lazy losers, imagines getting rich, and imagines how they're gonna become rich overall. So I wanna make something clear to you. Anybody who's not rich in the world today is one of three things. You're either lazy, arrogant, or stupid. Most of you are not stupid. I would say less than 5% of people are too stupid to become rich. The majority of people are either too lazy to work the way they need to work or too arrogant to believe they should work. And this is not just for people watching at home who have no money. This is also for people watching at home that have a little bit of money. If you do not have millions and millions of dollars, considering the period we've just went through where the matrix was completely cracked and broken and the money printers were on full and free money has been given out everywhere and Bitcoin went up to the moon from nowhere and all this money was just appearing on the fucking street you could scoop it up off of a fucking off the side of the road if you do not have millions of dollars at this point you are either lazy arrogant or stupid I meet a lot of business people and I speak to a lot of businessmen I speak to a lot of people especially who have online companies or I see on Twitter etc and most of them are so brutally arrogant they think they're interesting they think they have a brand they think they matter they brag about how they got saw in a Starbucks once but truthfully they're broke nobody's nobody gives a shit about any of these people because they're so arrogant they're not prepared to do the work None of you or very few of you are too stupid to become rich, but the majority of you are too lazy or too arrogant. What you're hoping is going to happen to you is the lazy person's dream of how you become monumentally wealthy. And this is that is as follows. You have this idea that if you come into something first, if you come in before everybody else, you can rape it with very little effort, and you can become rich. And then by the time everybody else catches on to it, you'll already have heard about something else and you'll move on, and with very little effort, you will once again rape this gold mine that you found, this ecosystem, you'll destroy it, rip it apart, take all the money and vanish without ever doing any work. That is not true. The reason that is never gonna happen is because Every single time, any ecosystem, any gold mine, any salt mine, any fucking diamond mine, whatever, any pile of money is identified, groups of people are gonna flock to it. And of course there's a massive advantage of being early, but there are two types of people who are gonna flock to this pool of wealth. There are the lazy losers who think I'm in early, I can make easy money. And there are the professionals like me. I am a professional. And if I find a pool of money and if my team find a pool of money, if H. U. or the war room or any people who are associated to me find a pool of money, we do not operate under the guise of laziness like you clowns do. We don't turn up and go, ah, this is easy money. I can make a little bit of money. I don't have to try very hard. We think if we were to try as hard as possible, we can take everything. We can put him out of business and we can put him out of business and we take all the money from him and him. And by the time everyone else heard of it, I've taken it all. Let's imagine it this way. There's a gold mine. We've discovered some gold in a river, down over there, yonder way, past Wyoming. If you get over there, there's a gold rush. Go quickly. And you turn up, and you have a little shovel, and you dig for an hour a day, and you get a little bit of gold, and you're richer than you've ever been. And you have all those free hours you can just spend sitting around jerking off and being a fucking dork. I turn up with my team. I don't want to work an hour a day. I want to work 18-hour days. I want to build cranes, and I want to have all of my staff on site, and I want to take the whole river and I want to build a dam and block it all off so not a single fucking piece of gold gets past me and then I'm gonna save every single piece of dirt and we're gonna bring in heavy machinery I'm gonna take all of it and you are gonna be sitting there with your shovel in one hand and your dick in the other broke because you had a chance but you were fucking lazy and if I see a chance the difference between you and me is that I don't believe in being lazy with anything ever let me give you an example if you found out how to make $10,000 an hour you would sit there and say ah I only have to work an hour a week whereas I would say At $10,000 an hour, I should only sleep two hours a night. I should make $220,000 a day. And that is what I would do. And that's why I perpetually win. So the lazy loser's dream is that you can get in early on some garbage and not try very hard. And then you can make a whole ton of money. And then you can jump to the next thing once everybody else catches on. That's never going to happen. What can happen is you can get in early and work extremely hard and become extremely wealthy. And the fantastic thing about this is you only have to pull this off once. One time is all it takes. If you could just dedicate yourself to something for once in your fucking life, put the porn down, get your dick out your hand and focus for once in your life, for one period, you could be rich forever. All you have to do is not be a lazy loser. So a lot of people message me going, hey, yeah, I want to get in early before the other people are in blah, blah, blah. Listen, there's no point getting in early if you're lazy because I'll come along after you and destroy you. Do you understand? It's not just about getting in early. It's also about doing the work. So So what is happening on July 14th? I'm I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting getting there. And getting in early to what? I'm getting there. So I'm going to talk about all the times I predicted the future. Anybody who's been following me long enough throughout all my reincarnations on Twitter has seen me Seen me I bought three hundred thousand dollars of Bitcoin when it crashed all the way down to three thousand dollars They've seen me be the first one talked about DeFi. I was in cake at pennies It went all the way up to $18 or something ridiculous I made like twenty thirty million dollars off that I've called I have it we've called Bitcoin. We've called DeFi We called so many things in advance in advance and told people you can make untold amounts of money if you just get in and work hard we've been doing it with Hustle university and war room for years and what annoys me is when i tell people don't you wish you were in early on bitcoin they say yeah man yeah you know if only i knew but the worst thing is they didn't know they heard whispers they heard the name bitcoin here and there they didn't take it seriously they didn't research it or even if they did they looked at it and goes hmm, maybe i'll put in a little bit of money they didn't get a second job to get more money to buy more bitcoin they didn't try They heard about it, they thought maybe I could get in on it, maybe. They heard some whispers and didn't research. They took their lazy ass and got a lazy shovel down the river, fucked around with a little bit of sand, made a tiny little bit of gold, and gave up. They didn't attack it properly and ruthlessly, and that's why you did not make generational wealth off of your chance. You fucked it up. There's something else happening right now, and it annoys me, because everybody knows what I'm about to say. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say AI. You have already heard about AI. You've already seen on Twitter AI. You know people are talking about AI. You know AI is here to stay. They're not gonna wake up tomorrow and decide to not use AI anymore or just turn it off. It's here forever. If you get in early and you work hard, you can use AI to become something that matters and stop being a piece of shit loser. But despite all of this, despite the fact that you hear about AI, you know it's gonna take over the world, you know you're no longer gonna be competitive without it, you are still so brutally lazy and arrogant that you're either A, I'm not using it at all, or two of you are using it you're Using it in some amateur, lazy, bullshit way. Like flirting with chat GPT. Like with, a nerd. With your dick in your hand. With your dick in your hand, again. Like a nerd. So, AI is even more important than the Bitcoin you missed. It's more important than the DeFi you missed. It's more important than all the things I talked about. I predicted how COVID was a scam. I've made money on the war in Ukraine. I've made so much money, and it's all public record because I'm never, ever wrong. So when I say this to people, I say, so what are you doing with AI? They go, nothing. Why? Nothing. Well, I mean, just, just for the record, money from the war in Ukraine, because he knew Russian sanctions wouldn't work. We don't profit from wars, correct. just putting out there. So the, the most crazy thing about this AI stuff is, you can actually use it to do things that are kind of interesting. Imagine you're a total dork nobody. Sorry, most of you don't have to imagine. You're a total dork nobody. You could actually use AI to pretend you're a superhero. You could pretend to be me. So I have full-time teams inside of Hustle University, which are using AI to produce endless amounts of content. We are producing movies. We are producing comic books. We are producing uh, cartoons. We have an Andrew Tate voice. We have endless TikToks being generated by machines and put out into the matrix, letting people know that your mind can be freed. Thousands and thousands of man hours are being produced inside of minutes using AI. And we will teach you how to use AI so you can also do the same thing. And when you miss that chance and you don't learn how to use AI, you're going to sit around in five years from now and go, Hey, man, I wish I could get in early on the next big thing. The big thing is here. You're just a lazy moron. Let me give you some examples of some of the stuff that because we have a whole division dedicated to AI. And I'm going to make this something very clear. I'm not the AI expert inside of Hustlers University. We have a whole division of super dorks who understand this stuff better than me. But they send me stuff and it's cool. Let me play it. Oh, how can you see? I can't see. Zero watching now. Let me get my laptop set up. Logged
1: in Rumble as. All of that is generated by machines. What's most interesting is I
0: actually thought if you would have asked me in my infinite knowledge before this AI stuff came along, which people are gonna lose their jobs first? I would have thought, well, maybe truck drivers will have self-driving trucks, or maybe the people who work in factories will have machines that can auto-pick the stuff or whatever. And so that is true, that is happening. But artists are getting wrecked. I don't know if a lot of people know that the Tales of Udon, all of this is AI generated. So i'm about to play you a video and understand that this is generated using artificial intelligence this is what we're going to teach you how to do you could literally write a movie with you in it you know that girl you're texting who doesn't reply to you anymore you know that girl you're texting on instagram who never replied to you because you you're a fucking geek you could take pictures of her and pictures of you and you could put together a love story and generate this whole ai cartoon about how you fall in love you might even get some pussies you can stop jerking off if only you knew how to use artificial intelligence and The reason you don't know is not because you're too stupid. It's because you're too lazy. The video I'm about to play you is all of the animation and computer graphics are done by a machine. We don't hire anybody. Nobody's sitting there with a pen and pencil. In fact, of the 110 people who work for me, I sent an email out today. At least 40% of them are going to have lost their jobs by the end of the year because the machines are coming. Terminator is coming. It's, It's real.
1: A skilled craftsman. In the year 456, atop Wudan Mountain, a fierce storm struck. I was awoken by a crack of lightning, which tore a small storage room in half. The high winds screeched as they whistled throughout stone pillars. Nobody would dare leave their room for fear of Master Po's punishment, yet every student was awake. The following morning at 5 a.m. I left for exercise as usual. The rain had cleared, and the devastation was obvious. The temple was damaged badly. Master Poe was unusually cheerful and came out to greet us as we stood in crane position. "'Excuse my happy mood,' he began. "'But I have no concern for the work you will have to do to repair the temple.' The rain did damage, however, I am very happy for all the water we now have to drink. Students can give me work, but they cannot give me water. He was standing on the stairs above, looking straight ahead into empty sky, as if waiting for a reply of some kind from someone. The temple was many thousands of years old, and none of us were skilled craftsmen. So I began to speak, but Master, we don't know how to put the temple back together. His face remained exactly the same, yet somehow it went from happy to furious. Without a single change in expression, he looked the same, but he was different. I could feel it. He slowly descended the stairs while looking straight ahead. Slowly, step by step, until eventually coming to a stop directly in front of me. He remained still for a few seconds before leaning forward and whispering in my ear. Do you know my name? I was slightly confused and very scared. I tried to hide the tremble in my voice. Yes. With his mouth still an inch from my ear, he continued. Do you know that I am a master of the seven Wudan styles? Do you know that I kill at will? I began to cry. I nodded my head. Yes, I replied. He then turned around and climbed the stairs back to his original position. He ordered us to fetch tools and begin to repair the damage. Seventy-five years later, the temple was if never damaged. Every item repaired. Every student now is skilled craftsman. Such is the way of Udan. Mike's muted. Okay, we're back online. Go on. Mike was muted on purpose.
0: As you were saying, on purpose. That was top secret. AI did it. The video you just watched was generated completely and by machines. Skynet is real. It is about to go online you can either stay poor stay a loser or for once in your life you can be ahead of the curve and do something before everybody else does it but do not do it lazy do not be the person in the river with the little stupid spade you must attack it with all of your might all of your gumption you must be like me you must attack fully and absolutely and conquer the space leaving no room at all for competitors that is the most important thing you must do if you want to be successful because i tell you something When your progeny, when your grandchildren come up to you and say, why are we brokies, dad? Why didn't you listen to Top G? You're going to have to explain to them that you watched this podcast and understood exactly what I was saying. And you knew AI was here to stay. And you knew it was going nowhere. And you didn't know how to use it. And you made no effort at all to learn. And that's why you stayed a fucking loser. You're going to have to explain that to your bloodline. I don't have to explain anything to my bloodline. Me and my children and my great-grandchildren will be flying in the sky on private jets as you eat the bugs. Talk about how we told all of them to get in on AI and they are still too stupid to do it. Now, if you're sitting here going, okay, I understand AI is there to stay and I understand it's not going anywhere and I understand I need to learn how to use it. I understand I could put together cartoons with me and that bitch from Instagram and I might finally get my dick wet. I understand all these things. What do I do? I have a solution for you. The solution is clear and simple. On the 14th of July, like the question you asked me 20 minutes ago, what is happening? We are launching a bootcamp specifically inside of Hustle University that will teach you how to use AI so that you can one, make money and two, perhaps be cool one day. Another thing I want to mention, a lot of people ask me, "Take what's the next big crypto? What's the next big crypto pump? I'll tell you what the next big crypto pump is because crypto is basically over. The idea of dumb money is over. You're not going to put in 40 or 50 bucks into some fucking coin and it blow up high enough to ever change your life. That shit's done. You should have been in early. You weren't, you missed it. You're missing out on this one, but there is something you can do with $49 worth of crypto which will change your life because now Hustle University accepts crypto and I guarantee it'll be the best crypto investment you have ever made. What is the matrix? Probably the question I am asked most often and I will describe it to you perfectly. The matrix is a fish tank and you are the fish. Sure, you can explore a little bit. You can go and play in the little house. You can dance around amongst the little plastic plants. You can have a little fish friend. Sometimes they'll give you some food to eat. Life's not too bad in the fish tank. Until you try to escape. If you ever try to surpass the remit of the parameters they have decided for you, you will bump into a glass wall. And the matrix is constructed with glass walls on all sides. Most people are per- unaware of this. Most people are perfectly happy to stay inside of the fish tank. They have no idea these glass walls even exist because they're not trying to escape. As a fish, if you do what you're supposed to do, the glass walls will never trouble you. You do not even know they're there. But the second you try to go too far, you try to think too big, you try to be too free, you bump into the glass wall and realize it's not possible. There are many such examples of these glass walls, but I'm gonna give you a very simple one. Hustles University, my school, which teaches 18 modern wealth creation methods. We're an online educational platform which teach people how to make money so they can break free. It's an unfortunate reality that if you want to be free from the matrix, you're gonna need money to do that. It's very difficult to do if you're poor. And that is what we teach. Not only the ways to get rich, but also the mindset you should have once you're rich to ensure you're never a slave again. Now, did you know there are particular banks in particular countries which will not allow you to buy Hustlers University, regardless of how much money you have in the bank? You can have a million dollars in your debit card. It will not let the transaction go through. Do you know there are countries which prevent you from buying Hustlers University? Entire nations have gone out of their way to find a way to stop you from purchasing access to Hustlers University. Now, this is nothing but testament to our garbage, junk food, you're allowed to buy scams, you're allowed to buy things that do not work. But as soon as something is actually working, as soon as something is successful, as soon as something is committing the capital crime of not only allowing people to escape the fish tank, but showing others exactly how easily it can be done, then it must stop. Then the glass wall appears. Most of you had no idea that banks are extremely difficult to deal with and easily stop people from becoming prosperous on purpose. You've never bumped into a glass wall. Unless you try to escape, you're never gonna know the walls are there. In response to this, we've been extremely creative. We started our own bank, our own payment process, and we've had to build our entirely own app. Everything is ours because anything that was matrix-controlled was used as a weapon to stop us from helping you become free. If we weren't good at what we did, if we didn't teach you exactly how to get out of the fish tank, they never would've put up a wall in the first place. Now, we've reached a new level. Hostess University accepts crypto. Cryptocurrency payments allow you access to the premier online educational tool that exists on the planet today. There is nothing stopping you, no matter what bank you bank with, or which country you live in, from joining university and understanding the secrets to modern wealth creation. We will teach you things which are up to date by the second. Our curriculum changes by the minute. Our professors are there 24 hours a day, 7 days a week and you have direct access to the multimillionaires teaching you in real time. This is not an outdated textbook. This is up to date information on wealth creation methods you've never heard of. This is a way for you to go up to the glass wall. Break it and be free. If you don't understand exactly what I'm saying to you, if you've never experienced these glass walls or you think you can just do whatever you want in life and become as successful as you like and help people and be honest and be good and tell the truth, then you've not been trying hard enough to escape. Anyone who's genuinely be trying to escape just like the fish in the fish tank would have run into a wall at some point and I'm telling you we found another way to prevent the walls from stopping you joining our educational platform. The glass walls exist, and you have three choices in life. You either never encounter them because you're not trying to break free, you attempt to break free and you are restricted, or you finally find out what it takes to break free and you get through it. You break out of the matrix. I'm waiting for you inside of Hustlers University. In conclusion, do not ask me what the next big thing is. Do not have this fantasy that you're going to get into something early and that you're not going to try very hard and become rich. Because even when you hear about things at an early stage, you do not act. And if you do act, you're competing against men like me who are not lazy. The only way you're going to get rich is to be perspicacious, to be indefatigable, to pay attention. And when you have a message from the matrix, from the universe, like the message you're receiving right now to take action, to one, take action and true, to try your absolute best with complete fervor and genuine dedication. And then if you do that once, if you can do that once for a short period of time, you will be rich forever. Do not ask me how to escape the matrix again unless you already have AI machines working for you day and night like I do. As I sleep, my machine minions continue to conquer the internet and attack the matrix. I'm the most canceled, most attacked, one of the most disliked people on the planet by the matrix and I am fighting back using machinery, machines and the heart and soul of honest men. If I can do it, a little fucking unknown dork like you can certainly do it. So you have your answer. There's no reason not to learn. And on July 14th, we will teach anybody with a brain who's prepared to work hard exactly how to benefit from AI. So that was a very long and in-depth answer to the super chat of what's going on on July 14th. Um, The super chats, I want to acknowledge all of them because some of them are just, most of them are just shout outs and thank yous. Um, All the money does go to Take Pledge. Take Pledge goes to save and feed hungry children all across the world, particularly in war zones. Uh, you can check that out, tapepledge.com or tape on Twitter. Um, we've had a few super chats that are all directed towards one question, Andrew, because the future is bright and the future is is wild and the future is crazy and new things are happening all the time. So of course I'm being asked about Miss Netherlands miss netherlands let me see i haven't seen her is the uh current winner of the most beautiful woman in the netherlands competition mm-hmm. but the funny well, thing about miss netherlands, miss netherlands. yeah i know but the funny thing about miss netherlands is that she was born a man now wait no no she was born well, her body was a man but she was born a woman but her, she was in the wrong body you mean no she wasn't born in the wrong body Andrew. I really think you look, because I know you're going to try and make jokes about this and try and trivialize it. But let me just say something. Women are judged internationally on the standards of beauty. There are a few things that women are judged on. Chastity, beauty, temperance. And these are values that we all look for in women. Now, I don't believe it's right to be hijacking the uh, the competitions which highlight maybe the most, the most coveted female... <laughs> What are you doing? Nothing. The most coveted Nothing. female quality. You know, the women who win these Miss Country competitions, the women who win these uh, Miss World competitions, Miss Universe competitions, are some of the most coveted women in the world for a reason. Because beauty is coveted. And beauty is a massive asset. So I don't think it's okay for biological men to be interfer- interfering in women's... Competitions. Why are you saying biological men, though, if she was clearly born in the wrong body? She wasn't born in the wrong body. And How can she win Miss Netherlands if she's not a girl? Miss! Can you respect her pronouns? Are you stupid? Miss, what does Miss mean? It means girl. Argue with me on this point. You're assuming her gender, firstly. No. You are, because she's saying she's a woman, you're saying she's not, so you're assuming her gender. So that's the first reason you're a bigot. Second reason you're a bigot is because you don't understand that gender is fluid. And it's completely separate to your biological sex. You don't think this. You're Why would they just up. let... Are you telling me that we live in a world where they're just going to let some random dude yeah. win Miss Netherlands? Yes. Some no. Dutch man. That doesn't make any sense. You're telling me. Wait. Stop. Stop. You in yes. your bigoted mind believe I'm not a bigot that they're just going to let some random dude in a wig waltz on and win Miss Netherlands. I am actually girls. defending women's rights here, which is something I do all the time. And no one seems to listen. When I do, I think women have the right to exclusively have their competitions to themselves without men interfering. Yes. She's I not do. a woman cause she's miss her pronouns. She's Mr. She's Mr. Netherlands. You're, Beauty King. You're a bigot. I'm not a king. I'm You're not a bigot. a bigot. I'm not a bigot. You are. This is not. I I want everyone to know at home that I wholeheartedly support. What's her name? Brian. Steve. Steve's. Steve Dutchman. Steve Dutchman. I wholeheartedly support Steve Dutchman and her his her <laughs> success becoming the most beautiful girl in the netherlands i actually managed to google here a picture of the miss netherlands competition and what the real concern is you haven't actually mentioned tristan which upsets me a little bit because i considered you a smart man and a man who's particularly astute and pays attention to details what i actually find the most disturbing about I've never this, whole seen this myth, picture but go on what actually what I actually find about disturbing about this whole Miss netherlands debacle, which we're discussing here is that None of these girls are particularly attractive. That's yeah. what's actually worrying. Yeah, there's a there's certainly a pandemic of uh dropping beauty standards in models and pretending that uh normal I mean, average ass chicks are are I'm not gonna I'm not here to insult anybody, but no. we've been to the Netherlands, we fought there a bunch of times, I've yeah. had like fifteen fights in Holland, I've had, I've, had, I've had Dutch girlfriends. There's a lot of very beautiful women in the Netherlands. Na- Na- I think the Netherlands can do a bit better. Yeah, Natalie looks okay, and the rest are pretty mid. Pretty average. So Except for um, that Ricky. Who's this? Ricky? Rikiki? Ricky. Rikiki. Rick, you know that's the man. You what know that? that's the man. You know it. You're just saying this to annoy me. You know that's the dude. There's not a dude in a miss competition. There, I understand is. that. If it's miss, we have to move on from this. I did this I did this to you, Aaliyah Thomas, and now you're trying to get back at me. I'm not trying to do anything So I say the truth about your own bigotry. Andrew, do you think Threads is a copy of Twitter? Do you? Threads think- is gay. Listen, <laughs> let me tell you one about Threads. It actually, no, but it upsets me. We're seeing, it upsets me. This Threads crap upsets me. And you know what upsets me the most from these right-wing conservative nerds? Because most of them only want attention because they're dorks. Do you know why liberals win? I'm gonna take my sunglasses off for this. The reason, a lack of principle. The reason liberals win is because one, the right has a lack of principle, but also most people on the right are fucking boring. Nerds. Mm. The left are having orgies, doing drugs. They own the culture. They sing songs. They make movies. Find the average conservative and talk to him. They're fucking boring. They don't do anything cool at all. I mean, I i detest Sam Smith, but he looks like he could throw a funner party. He'd throw someone... a party, at least. And I went to CPAC like years and years ago, and I remember just walking around thinking, nerd fest. No wonder we're losing. Everyone's a fucking dork. The right are a bunch of fucking boring nerds. At least the liberals are having fun they're partying and shit. Now, obviously, I think all of that is haram, but you understand where I'm saying. If you're a young person, you're going to be attracted to a particular culture, and the right is very, very boring. If you're going to be boring, at least be principled, but it turns out none of these people are even principled, which upsets me even more because all they're doing is sitting here talking shit for attention, but when it comes down to it, they just fucking pussy out because they want more attention because they're a bunch of little girls. How long has the right people been complaining about internet censorship, about the fact we want the ability to stand up and speak for ourselves, how we can save the world if we have free speech? Elon comes along, King King Elon Elon comes along, buys Twitter, gives everyone the chance to speak freely on the internet for the first time in modern history ever. Mm. We can genuinely, literally save the world. And then Zuck comes along, Mr. Cancellation, the head of all fucking censorship, the first company that banned us along with everyone else's meta. He comes along and goes, I'm going to copy Twitter, come over to a shit version of Twitter where you can get censored all the time. And everyone's just signing up. Mm. no honor no street cred elon saved you elon's the reason you're allowed an opinion again you're not even gonna sit there and go i'll just stick to twitter because elon's a g you're gonna say oh his number one competitors appeared and i can't wait to go and get fucking my account deleted what's the point why would you even sign up to that how gay are you like what what's next gay porn threads i don't know which order it's in you go and you sign up for threads and you say the same shit you say on twitter and you get your account banned What was the whole point of it? At least at at least if you never sign up, you can say, I'm a real G. I never cucked out. I never sold out on Elon, on Twitter for life, like we did. These people are just running over there. And the people who are running over there are the exact same people who are complaining about internet censorship. Do you think Zuck's not gonna censor you? Do you think he's changed his mind? He's gonna censor you. He's gonna what the fuck is it's it's stupid. I don't understand any of it. Anyone who signed up for threads. Anybody, please, if anyone sees me in a picture anywhere, you know you see these take confidentials and all the stuff we do. If you ever see me hanging around with anybody and they have a threads account, please let me know and I'll exclude them from my life permanently. Mm. I do not talk to people who have threads accounts ever again because one of the best things about being rich is I don't need anybody. I don't need anyone. I don't talk to anyone I don't wanna talk to. I get to draw weird lines in the sand and stick by my principles. And one of the lines in the sand I have is, anyone who uses threads is no friend of mine because they're bitch made and they're a snitch. I don't believe in that shit yeah I'm from the streets if somebody gives you a chance you stick by that person i stick by elon and twitter he gave us all a chance to save the world i'm not running over to fucking Cupland to get my account deleted and that is another reason why you'll never find me anywhere but rumble let me just add that in right now because let's not pretend there aren't mu- there isn't money on the table for us to take to try to be- go somewhere else uh, you could pay me a billion dollars i don't care what streaming platform you are youtube could uh, could offer me a billion dollars to come back and i would rather not be a billionaire and tell them to fuck off so yeah principles above everything else if you- YouTube sent me an email saying, we'll offer you a billion dollars to come back to YouTube. I would reply with this So we take the billion dollars, we give fake bank account details, so it all goes to Cherry. We get our YouTube account back. We post that video 500 times until they ban us again and get mad at us for not making any content. If we posted only that video on YouTube, they'd never ban us.
1: That's, That's the video, the funny thing. That
0: video is perfectly that allowed. That would not you get you banned. Yeah. That will never get you banned. That's but ironic. if you say, go to the gym, have personal responsibility, stick up for yourself, have parameters, have self-respect, be the kind of man who has expectations and parameters for what he wants inside of a friendship, a platonic one, and a romantic partner, hold women accountable for making sure that they're honest and yep. decent people, just like you would from a man, then you're a horrible misogynist and you must be deleted. But if you played that video every single day, endlessly, to children on YouTube, they would probably pay me. In fact, Lauren they they would put on the homepage and pay us billions of dollars to just show that video over and over again. Yeah, that's that's what's wrong with the world. So, yeah, stay, stay loyal to good platforms. Rumble's the way if you want to make videos, Twitter's the way if you want to speak. Um, so I've been reading, Andrew, about a group of people called the Nazis. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of them. They were uh, the nas- National Socialists, they uh, obviously famously took over Germany, uh, they were involved heavily in World War II, they murdered uh, millions of innocent people. And I didn't know that I was a Nazi until today when I was reading the news headlines that fitness and going to the gym make you a Nazi. Apparently. Now this has been reported by reputable organizations like the independent, the daily mail, reputable organizations, mainstream media, mainstream totally media. So are you a Nazi? Cause you do like training and going to the gym. And I didn't know until today got, that that was a very important part of being a Nazi. I got bad news for you. I, I think I'm a Nazi. I'm not sure about you. What do you mean? I'm not sure. I think it was, yeah. well, because I'm half black. I'm not allowed to be a Nazi. No, no, because, because I go to the gym. I don't know if you got that. Not like me, bruv saying I don't know I don't know if you're really a Nazi I think uh, I, I'm gonna have to take that one unfortunately so and, and but the actual serious point is I know we've been having a joke in this emergency meeting but yeah. We've got to a point where they're gonna tell you that going to the gym becoming physically strong makes you a bad person because as soon as you become physically strong you're more likely to sit and think for yourself because you have an innate ability to disagree with people because you're no longer fearful yeah you also have it's impossible to strain your train your body without training your mind you also train your mind you become critically thinking and you become the kind of person who understands dedication and hard work and discipline and you start to wake up and realize that only hard work can get you where you want to get in life and that nothing comes for free and you're not going to buy into these socialist slave mind garbage. So they're going to sit there and say that going to the gym makes you a bad person because going to the gym innately is going to teach you all of the realities of the world and they don't want to live in reality. They want to live in a fantasy so they can inject their slave mind into you. So now even being in good physical condition makes you a bad person. Who said that? The Independent said that? Well, yeah, I believe so. And a bunch of other newspapers that are obviously full of shit because despite the people who are going to cut up our clips of us saying we are Nazis because we go to the gym. We are, in fact, not Nazis. And and, and that's why it's so important that you do train because you are wearing a T-shirt there that says, resist the slave mind. How are you going to resist the slave mind without physical strength? How are you going to resist the slave mind if the people who are trying to inject the slave mind into you can grab you by your neck and snap you? The 360,000 Americans who fought to free the South from slavery were strong men. They had to be strong to resist the slave mind. If they were a bunch of pussies who sat around jerking off to porn all day, the South would have won the war and kept people enslaved. Correct. So. So it's very important that you're physically capable this is when i was talking earlier about how to escape the matrix you need to one have money but you also too need to be extremely physically capable because you're gonna learn a lot of things about yourself in that journey and also when you reach the final form if you're ever lucky enough to become as powerful as me like a super saiyan you can stand up against the matrix and say no kill me try shoot me hit me with your last bullet unfazed Do not just become strong for your body, you become strong for your mind. You have to have a capability and a propensity to resist enslavement. And that requires not only the ability to have an open and free mind, but to have physical strength. After this EM, I want to make something else very clear to you guys. I speak to a lot of people, a lot of fans come up to me. People who say they're huge fans of mine. They watch all of my content, etc. If you come up to me and you're a brokey, or you come up to me and you look weak, you're not a fan of mine. If you're a fan of mine, you're an extremely diligent, hardworking person who's trying to become as strong as possible and trying to become as rich as possible because you understand that is how you save yourself. You save the people you care about. You save the people you love and you save the world. It's how you protect yourself as a man. It's also how you protect your women or your woman or your mother or your daughters or your children. All of it requires you to be physically strong and for you to be financially savvy. If you come up to me and you look like a brokey or you look weak, you are not a fan of mine. Fans of mine are extremely wealthy and they're extremely strong because I tell you exactly how to do it. Matt Shea is a fan and he's broke and dressed like shit. He's a DNG. Okay, he's a DNG. And he's already been getting, and we've had a lot of people buying the DNG t shirt. I keep seeing how many emails he's got. He's going to have a very fun night seeing what a DNG he is. Good. And all of this is available on topg.com. Correct. Topg.com. And guys, anyone who wants more information about the AI bootcamp we're launching that's going to teach everyone how to build their own cartoons and become superheroes and make money with AI. You can sign up for the newsletter completely free. You can see there at the bottom, corporate slash newsletter is completely free. And we'll be giving more information away. I'm going to interrupt this emergency meeting with an emergency broadcast. There's an emergency within the emergency meeting. And that emergency is this. The one and only big G of the internet, Tucker Carlson, came over here to do an interview. And that interview is going live in minutes. In minutes so i'm going to call an early end to this emergency meeting because that itself is an emergency if you are not familiar with who tucker carlson is i don't know where you've been but go to at tucker carlson on twitter and his interview with andrew is going to drop in the upcoming moment he is he, i got a message from a guy from his media team the interview is dropping almost now so in just a few minutes so get over to tucker carlson on twitter tucker on twitter great show um I, you featured on it i will feature on it in a couple days time but real-life emergency meeting. Let's get going. Let's get going. I got to see them. So let's just play the outro. No, no, no. no. This is not the outro. It's the outro. I'm I'm leaving.
1: leaving. Let's go for it.